pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Oh my God. This ball's thrown and Tyree just goes up for it like a basketball player. Harrison trying to knock it down. That's a great catch by David Tyree. Welcome to another episode of Catch the Moment Podcast. This is where you come to get you to your next moment, take you through the process, the pain points, and the journey here with Chad Kimsey. What's going on? Always on point. Talk to me. How you doing? How you doing? Good to be here. Man, listen, finally, so, um, you know, I'm going to get into, you know, we always got a little, we got our little tradition where we got to get, get a helmet catch story out of you. Okay. It was dope. 2020 hits, pandemic hits, and um, I'm out of the front office with the New York Giants, and we opened in this clean juice store in Morristown. And I'm telling you, Pete, I, it was this dude who was just showing love. And you could just see the love in his eyes. And that's Chad Kimsey. He was always on point, stepping in the clean juice, grabbing him a little wrap, a little smoothie, a little something, something. So I appreciate it, man. I had to make sure we got, got your story and brought you to the table. Man, always, always, always. This is our little formality and tradition. You got to give us a little helmet catch snippet. Where were you the first time you ever saw the helmet catch? What do you remember? Any story you got? I was actually visiting Atlanta. Okay. And In a friend of mine was the, the huge Giants fan. Okay. He passed away. Oh, was it like shortly yeah, after? He's from Queens, but he was living in Atlanta. Something happened. He got, got it. He, he passed away. And um, me and some friends went to a sports bar. Okay. And the Giants hit the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he's a huge Giants fan, diehard, everything. So we in there, you know, we in there for him, and we in there because it's New York at the same time. So okay. we, we, in, we in the sports bar, and a friend of mine, he goes by the name of John, we seen the helmet catch. Yeah. He literally runs out the, the right. <laughs> he literally just took off down the block running. Just go. Yeah, and we was like, and then, and then we got the win. So it's like, at the same time, it's like, you know, we felt like that was a moment that... Him and yeah. then you, and then it was just it was a good moment. Oh man, yeah. see that's 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 why I ask it, man, yeah. because um, just through the years, so many crazy stories, and for different people at different vantage points, mm-hmm. but connecting it to somebody that really held meaning, yeah. families cried through it together. It's it's dope stories like that. Big man. moment, big moment. Oh man, that's huge. I love it. All right, man. So tell me, man, like you know, so always on point. I, I caught you on the gram. I eventually, like, man, I, I don't even know if I found you on the... Oh, you, you know, you probably posted and showed us some love. And so I go through the gram, and I see a picture with, with you and DJ Khaled. I'm like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> what's, what's going on here? You know, so uh, talk about, you know, just some of your journey. Obviously, you do, you know, you do management, right? And I, and I know you have a background, but, you know, obviously, this is the creative generation, right? We're in a digital creative generation, and there's so many opportunities for anybody to get on the road and create something for themselves. Talk about how you found yourself in this niche. What what drew you to it? Yeah, take your time. Take it dates your time. back to you know, just the love of the game, and you know, I'm gonna share it here. But you know, the entire I've been in the game for about 15 years. Okay. Not even DJ Khaled knows that my aunt is legendary Roxanne Shante. Yeah, yeah. So growing up, I just you know go to events with her, go to the shows with her. And I kind of broke away from that, and I was going to networking events on my own. Mm. So, you know, nowadays, everybody's famous. (laughs) 
So, but back then when I was going to certain events and things, you had to be who you were. You had to be that dude. No social media. It was none of that. <sighs> so I always knew that, you know, you have to provide a service. So mm. I came up doing promotion. And yeah. I always knew, I always liked what DJ Khaled was doing as far as like working with everybody, his unity, sure. his, his energy, yeah, just all of those things that come with him. And I started promoting his work. Mm. And I would always make sure wherever I was, it was somewhere that you had to be. Mm. No matter how much money it took, travel-wise, I always put myself in a position to be where I needed to be. Mm. So I kind of like you could say I invested in myself. That's good. And, you know, I knew the vision. I always, you know, I knew the vision where I wanted to go, climbing the ladder. So I came in. You know, he's not, I can't just say, hey, I'm Chad. This is what I do. Okay, nice to meet you. Sure. But I came in on a level where it was like, you know what? I'm going to provide a service and I'm going to make you like me. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> that was what I did. I went hard. So whenever I, he would go to this place or that place, I was there. And he was like, yo, I just seen you in, how'd you get here? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, was, it, it. was like no choice. You kind of had to. Yeah, respect yeah. that. So I put myself out there. I promoted and he had other artists, Ace Hood at the time and, you know, affiliated with Rick Ross and yeah. everything else. So I just always position position myself to be there. Uh, you talked about um, the, definitely the legendary Roxanne Shante. Mm -hmm. So where's the origin story? New York, Jer New York. All right. So what was it like? You know, like and, and like I said, I don't try to romanticize any, but what was what was the upbringing like? What cultivated some of that awareness, hunger, um, that that kind of led you not just into the industry, but kind of gave you some of that awareness? Because you talked about positioning, you talked about persistence, and you talked about already investing in yourself. And this is. This is really how anyone is going to find some measure of long-term success. So, what you know, what was what was life like growing up that kind of cultivated some of that hunger? Just being surrounded by music, just mm. you know, just the love for it, the drive for it, and the culture. Yeah, yeah, we, we all are part of the culture somehow, some way. No doubt. Um, so it was just you know, just I seen myself there. Yeah, I believed and you know, watching her doing her shows and you know what. I could take some of that and put it with me to do that. So, you know, you actually alluded to it. And this this is one of the fun conversations for me because obviously my helmet catch was pre-social media, right? Um, and my career is basically pretty much pre-social media. By the time I'm done in 20, 2010, Twitter's popping or it just gets off. So, you know, you talked about the difference between everybody being famous now and versus the people who had to really be that dude and create a pathway, right? What are your thoughts on that? Because, like I said, you—I know artist management. Like I said, you've gone from, you know, this this road grind, which I want to hear more about, to also like you know artist management. How are you tempering the two worlds and, and trying to create a path line of success with somebody who is famous but might not be that 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 dog or that dude like that? You mean as far as yeah, just just the artist, like what their perspective is, right? Because it's like if you got. 300,000 on, on, on Insta, right? right. Everybody yeah. just probably feel like they got it. And they don't. <laughs> yeah, they don't. It just, they just be real. So it just, you know, you got to just always see in anything you do. Sure. You have to follow your road mm. and do what is important to you and 
what you believe in and you'll get there. And it's just, you know, the the road is is it's hard, but you know, you it's something that you want to do like anything, you'll get it. What would you say like what was your point of of in your at least in your mind um of breakthrough? Like okay, you grew up in it, you have the aspirations in it and you're start and you're paving your way. But what was the point where you like ah, I'm here? Earlier I said that I kind of put myself in certain situations. Sure. I realized that changed when I was invited certain places. Ah, I like that. And I would go Ooh, places. I okay. Would, yeah, I would go places and people, I would introduce myself and they would say, I already know who you are. Mm. And uh, I remember once I was talking to, there's a, there's a guy by the name of Kevin Lowes. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I know that one. <laughs> I walked up to him and I introduced. He was like, "You don't gotta do that." I know you are. Uh, uh, oh, you gotta feel good. You Jim, gotta feel Jim good. Jim Jones, Jim Jones, Dipset. Yeah, I said it to him a few times. I, I used to work with him before I worked with Khaled. Um, Dope. I was. I went up to him a few times and he was like, "Stop doing that. You don't gotta do that. I know who you are." <laughs> and uh, previous to. Actually working with Khaled, sure. I introduced myself to Khaled, and he said, "I know who you are." And he was like, "Whatever you need from us, let us know." And that was the that was the, the bridge. Yeah, Rick Ross. Prior to that, um, I walked up to him, and he was like, "I told him, you know, I'm Chad, always on point. I'm the one that's doing the." He said, "Okay, okay." And then he did a double take and was like, "You go hard." <laughs> So it's like in his mind, he was like, "Okay, real quick," but then he kind of got it, got to his senses, and was like, "Gave that respect." Yeah. yeah. So that's good. Ever since, I just always had the respect that people know who I am. Yeah, I love the way you actually explained that, right? Because it's um, I tell people, you know, like when it talks about value, you know, and it is it's one thing to believe that you're valuable; it's another people to tell you that you're something, right? So your values determined by what other people will say about you. So, you know, that's kind of what it made me think of. So even when I was talking to athletes, you know, they, they think they're that dude. But if, you're, if your GM don't think you're that dude, yeah. it don't matter how much you think you're worth. Yeah. And um, so I like the way that you shaped that because it's like, man, when other people invited me, there was the shift. Like, I know I'm that dude mm-hmm. internally, so you have to believe in yourself. So what are some of, like, when you think about core, like if you want to call it core values, like what are some of the words or things that you're kind of navigating your life with that's, that you t- that you already said puts you on that pathway to, to ascend to a place of success and stability? I always tell people that, you know, when you have like a nine to five type of job, you have a piece of paper that shows everything that you've done. Yeah. And the game is more so like your face card. So mm. you're like a walking resume. And you can be slowly but surely pushed out the way if you have a bad face card. People want to do business with people to have a clean face. That's um, a saying in the game, too, like clean face. Like clean face. Yeah, like you, you have to have a clean face, and you just, people want to work with you. You can literally scare the money away. And that's just something that I've always tried to make sure I always had, like, so when, even when they refer to clean faces, that's mm-hmm. something like just reputation, mm-hmm. reputation, uh, um, your morals, your, excellent. What you know, things that you'll do, you you can say no. Yeah, you got you got to you have boundaries too. Even if you're even climbing the ladder, mm. make sure you know people don't want to feel like 
I can just make him do that because he wants to. He wants this. Yeah. If you can say no, people respect that. Like, okay, he knows what he wants. He knows what he's trying to do. Come on, my dog feeding y'all the gems, man. He giving y'all the boundaries. Come on, man. He giving them the, the face card. I'm about to adopt some of that language. You know, some of these players, they need a new face. <laughs> hey, yo, so um, what was one of your more deflating experiences? You've been around some of the the most well-known personalities in, 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 uh, in music. So what was one of those, like, maybe a letdown? It's like, you know, like, ah, damn. Thought, I thought better than you, homie. Being close to certain people that you may think highly of. Yeah. You learn that they really not who you thought they were. Sure. It's better to be a fan than a friend. Mm. Yeah, you. some people you don't want to get close to yeah. just to think yeah, less like of them. I, I really was like, you know, some people I wish I just wouldn't have met. Like You, you ever heard that saying, like, I wish I could unmeet you? Yeah. Like that, <laughs> that, that, that applies to a lot of people in the game. Yeah, yeah. That's not surprising. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's funny because I, I personally, like I said, I'm... I'm jurors all day, so I don't have a celebrity bone in my body, right? Like, um, I do have a, if you want to call it a celebrity moment, an iconic moment, this historic Which moment. Which is legendary. Yeah, yeah, big love. So, you know, it's good to be invited into certain spaces, but once I got there, even back in the day, I'm like, oh, y'all, y'all different. Like, <laughs> y'all, yeah. you know, you know, even when folks ain't in Hollywood, they Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, so I, I definitely understand where you're at with this. You know, give me an example of somebody that you may have met that was either the most impressive or the most grounded in the game. Beyonce. Stop it. Yeah. Because she has every right to be whatever she wants to be. <laughs> and I had the opportunity to go on um, the On The Run Tour 1 and 2. Say word. Yeah, and um, just... Passing her in the hallways and just, you know, because Khaled was a sure. guest on that tour. Got it. So I was there city to city and I was able to see, you know, every everything. Every, she, everything. She's just, you know, humble and soft-spoken and she's not like somebody that is starting out who may tell you, go that way, go to get out the room. Or, yeah. You know, she's not like that. She's like, no, let them in the room. Like, they need to see this. Like, she... <sighs> You know, and, uh, and, um, yeah, yeah, I'll take yeah, another one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Get some else? big shot. Big shot, Beyonce. I mean, listen, um, not, not a big fan, but big shot, Beyonce. She got enough fans. Yeah. She don't need me. Yeah. <laughs> Jay was in the background. He, you know, he wasn't on the tour, but he was. That's yeah, making make sure. Yeah, that's his wife. So making sure folks don't cut up. He's very, you know, grounded, humble. Yeah. And has every right to be whoever he wants to be. For and, sure. And. Just grounded. Just grounded, yeah. That's good to hear, yeah. man. One thing I want to say is a lot of people that have high positions, yeah, they their soul is way better than the people that are coming up. Mm. Like, Amazing. Yeah, it, it's, it's like that. You know, I wonder if that's based on just the experience and obviously with people like Jay and Beyonce, longevity. Yeah. Or I wonder if it's you know some you know sometimes it's just age and immaturity, and I look at my players that way. It's like you know working with these guys up to, at least through twenty twenty, and they don't they don't you know yeah. their brain ain't even formulated. They right. say a male brain ain't even right till about twenty four, twenty five, twenty six. So yeah, exactly. I remember, listen, man, I, I remember being dumb. I was I was out here in these streets, twenty twenty two, twenty three years old, riding around. In an 89 Oldsmobile, 
smoking weed every day in Irvington. <laughs> like, in these streets, bro. Yeah. So, I totally get it. Let's get back to you, man. Um, what are, like, you know, talk to me to some extent about, like, so I know a, lo a large part of your relationship was was kind of centered around what was going on on the road. What are some of the, the, the true service that you're providing? Is it a peace of mind? Is it the scheduling? Um, and I'm sure it's all of it, but when somebody's working with Always On Point, what is the greater greater value that you're bringing to them? But I'm, I'm providing Always On Point. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're going you're to be on point. Yeah. Be time, time management. Excellent. You know, the ins and outs. I had a couple artists that were like coming up and they were young in age. Sure. And you kind of got to guide them. Sure. And, you know, tell them, don't do that. I would I would try to do it this way. Sure, sure. You know, just, you know, help them out a little bit because sometimes they don't know and sometimes they don't have the right people around them. Well said. No, I, honestly, that was a big part of even to some extent of what... It's a little bit more formalized, if you want to call it, in the in the sports world, in and the fact that transition, right? Life yeah. is a moving target. Yeah, right? exactly. Transition, career transition, leadership development. At the end of the day, when you're talking about life, mm -hmm. you're really talking about leadership, how you command mm -hmm. your decision making, and if you can command your own, then you can influence others in a in a profound way. And you know, you know, so I can definitely see that. What would you call your defining moment, though? What would you say is like? You know, you already mentioned how others invited you into the table, but was there a moment where, where they, hey, my God, the check, I signed an artist, um, this tour. The, what, what, what would you say is your crowning moment? I'm known for the helmet catch. What about always on point? My defining moment was, I would say, uh, managing a top group, City Girls. That really took me from a point in life where I said, this is what I want to do. Sure. And... I took that and made my own name. Mm, like excellent. I actually came, came up out of that came water. Up out of, yeah. Came up out of yeah. the... And I, and, I, and I actually, you know, did what I said I was going to do. Mm. And it, it just, it made me feel like, you know what? Because I got a long way to go. Like, yeah. I'm not done. Like, I just, I just, I'm still writing the story. Oh, come on, bro. I'm still writing the story. We in the, we, 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 we in the lab together, dog. Yeah. You know, when when you when you showed up, like I said, it's and um, it's not a lot of people, right? And I think that um, you know when you can just lock eyes and, and, and you know, like for for I'll be honest with you, because I'm just this is just me talking out loud. You know, you you move into a new seat. I was just coming out of the Giants Row 2020 mm -hmm. pandemic, and um, when you I tell people, man, authenticity is just goes such a long way. Whether people supporting because the business is good or whether they're supporting because they, they're just showing you love. Mm -hmm. Hey, whether it's black man, whether it's David Tyree, that's personal for me. I'm, I'm that guy. So we in the same lane in that regard. I'm like, people know me for a month. Like, man, y'all, yeah. just just wait, dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I seen, uh, I was, you know, up and down that street and I seen before it actually opened Clean Juice. And I was like, you know what? I went in, I was like, I can't wait for that to open. That sounds good. I didn't know nothing about clean juice at the moment. Yeah. But now I'm educated on it because of you. And, you know, it made me want to reach in and tap in and see what was going on. Sure. But then when I actually went in, I'm like, oh, it's black on too? Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I was in there like every day. Every day, moment. bro. Yeah. Every day. I was in it thick for a year. You know, you go from front office of the New York Giants to mm -hmm. cold pressing juice in the back yeah. doing a $15 job. is is humiliating. 
Like in the best way though. Like, I mean, like yeah. this is mine, right? This is yours. Yeah. This is mine. But you have to deal with the adjustment. And so I can imagine, tell me, you know, a moment, because I like to talk about pain points. What was the hardest thing that you had to overcome as you moved into that place? What was the, you know, that transition phase where maybe doubt, doubt was invading or just crossing that bridge? What was your most challenging moment throughout the journey? Saying that I love to say, um, everybody can't go. Mm. Sometimes you got to leave some people behind. Mm. And if I'm going to take this positive route, something that I worked hard for, can't nobody take that from me. So I'm not going to have X, Y, Z around me that can possibly snatch this moment from me. So that's, you know, that I, that was hard. Like people that you grew up with who doubted you, who even when I was telling people, I'm going to be working with we the best. Khaled, DJ Khaled. And no, you're not. And when I first started coming around him, it's like, oh, wow, he knows him. Callie used to call me on the phone, three, four, and I'm clocking the morning. What are we doing? What are we doing? Like, he's that theatrical. So it's like, wow, he's really calling him. So it's like, you, 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 you in this world. Sure. You know, like, you have haters. No doubt. And as you're climbing your ladder, you have like a digital notepad in your mind. What is you good. writing things down. And you know, like, you might even still be cool with somebody from afar. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in your mind, you like, you wasn't here. Like, you know what I mean? You no, was, no belief. You, you wasn't. You wasn't here. So you kind of like Just take that with you, and it's like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Everybody can't run. Everybody can't. Go Everybody, to listen, man. And and that's that's like I said. You got to keep pace. There's there's times and seasons where you're walking. There's times where you're skipping. There's times where you're running. And for all kinds of different reasons, people people can't keep pace. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I really love what you talk. So talk to me, because like I said, you, I find it very intriguing, even when I got a chance to have a few conversations offline, um, not just what you did, but kind of how grounded you are. Talk about, like, working in such, in, in the industry, we know everything is going down, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, Everything. How do you not get caught up in the fray? Or, you know, what was a moment where you, have you ever had a moment where you found yourself off base from what you believe internally? Well, that's part of being on point. <laughs> you gotta just be literally just that, on point. I, 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 you know, I got a thing where I tell myself, like, you know, when, when I'm on the road, this is my job. So where everybody else may see the glitz and glamour, and the nice hotels and the, the the plane every other day. And for me, the plane is my bed. Mm. That's where I get my most sleep. Because when I touch down, my phone is off the hook. I'm the point of contact. Mm. So that's where I sleep. Because as soon as I get off, it's go time. I got to go get these hotels ready. I got to make sure the venue is good. I got to make sure this art. Like, I'm literally a babysitter. Yeah. Or yeah. I got to make sure this grown adult. Yeah, yeah. Is on Talk time. about it. Though. You know what I mean? Like, I gotta make sure this grown adult. It's literally like my child. Like, yeah. I gotta make sure that this adult is on time. And, and especially when you're dealing with girls, like they, you gotta lie about the time. Ooh, boy. You gotta lie about the time. Like, you might go on stage at nine twenty, but you gotta really tell them I, you gotta be here about eight. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then they start figuring out too. Like, yeah, why are we always getting here early? They switched the time. You got to just, just make up something on the fly. Like, they switched the time. I love it, bro. Yeah. It, it happens every day. So, you, you know, you just, you roll with the punches and you get it. And it just makes you just 
you know, and I just, that's how it is. So when you got that much, uh, you know, kinetic energy, that many moving pieces, that, that many different potential personalities, um, what's your safe space? My room. <laughs> so what you doing in there? I'm on the phone with my lady. Um, okay. I'm uh, just taking a nap. Uh, you know, you can't really focus on your nap because subconsciously you know this phone's about to ring. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you're on the road. Life, life on the road is literally hard. It's, yeah. it's, it's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You know, I tried to do the whole um, vegan thing, too, on the road. And some of these towns that you go to, it don't it don't match. There's, <laughs> there's not a lot of food options. <laughs> My dog said it don't yeah, match. Like I tried that. Like, I went for, like, it was when I was with the City Girls, I was literally on the road. I wasn't at home no weekend. Not one week. Not one weekend for an entire year and a half not one weekend i was on the road every and then when tour happens you're just gone for months i'm looking at your lady i'm just saying she she you you all you must be on point (laughs) (laughs) and then you learn you know sometimes like if you're on the road i mean you get like tour is hard because you're constantly gone you're not home yeah but you might have a couple of days you got to just know how to do it and please your lady. Like, okay, I got two days off. Yeah, I'm gonna put some money. I'm gonna just fly out for a day sure. or so and come right back home. Uh, you know, like stuff like that. That stuff like that counts. It definitely does, man. I think you know. I think the the value of understanding one another with the goals. You got the Knicks hat on. I'm a Knicks fan. Are you watching sports? Do you ever get away, peel back? I watch some games. Uh, I, I tune in. You know, got the. The Bleacher Report going. Okay, I'm okay. Looking at, I'm looking at certain Any other sports highlights. teams? Uh, you can keep it honest. It ain't got to be the Giants. But you No, know. it actually is the Giants. Okay, you know, I, yeah, smart man. Yeah, so you got yeah, Giants, you got yeah, Knicks? The Giants, the Knicks, New York, Yankees. Aceing. He aceing yeah. locally. Yeah. He aced, You know, the Jets, Mets, yeah. Nets, the second class citizens. Now, I spent, <laughs> I will say this, I spent a lot of time in Miami. So, so you got love? Miami sports, you know, the heat. Yeah. I like the heat a lot. Any athletes you you ever met through the years that was that was dumb cool like you know that you know any that just brought you a little inspiration? David Tyree, big love, bro. See this this guy right here, man. David Tyree, I remember the moment I met you. Um, I had on a shirt that said "Dope A Dad." And he <sighs> said, "I like that shirt." <laughs> and you know, you I, I seen you looking. I'm like, I know him from somewhere. And I mean, I recognized the face, and then we met behind the scenes, and you was like, you know, I'm like, that's where I know him from. And then just to see, like, you fit the description of one of the guys that I'm talking about who are higher up. Yeah. That you, you know, you're you're actually cool in real life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So you you took that time out, and every time every time I would pass by, or yo, what's up? You know, we you know, and we locked in ever since. That was what three years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. man. It's this golden rule. Like at the end of the day, we're we're all human, right? It's like, and um, and I I've, I've been privileged to have some unique experiences. I've been privileged to have some unique success points. But I know what it is to be just a normal dude, right? And I just know what it is when somebody gives you warranted or unwarranted favor, attention, and just presents themselves. Man, I tell people there's nothing more powerful than somebody believing in you, yeah. like. That's what most people who who have the ability to do something like monumental, probably the one one thing they're lacking is somebody to really believe in them 
and invest in them Absolutely. something something genuine. So, man, you 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 had you had the you had that spirit where I'm like, this guy's up to something. And I, I don't want to oversell Khaled is because like I don't I don't know the dude. I'm I don't, I don't get into like hero worship. I'm like yeah. he's a fantastic on air personality. Yeah. I'm like. I think uh, the, the sit down interview he did is probably one of the most the the the, the funniest moments that he had. He did a sit down interview with Ross. And he was talking about almond milk. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was one of the best yeah. moments of my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, uh, he really he really loves that cinnamon toast crunch with almond milk. <laughs> That's like his go to. Yeah, and he, yeah, he's yeah. Really, he's really who he say he is. Everything that you see, he's. That. Yeah, man, that's that's super duper love, man. So everybody, you're ambitious. You stepped out there into your into your management season. What's next for Always on Point? And um, you know, like, what do you what do you feel like is the roadmap? Because you've attained a certain measure of success within the industry, but where do you want to be? You said you're writing these chapters out. It's time for me to step away from a name, and you know being constantly behind this person or that person or that person. So right now I'm in the process of starting my own management company. Excellent. And taking what I've learned over the years and putting my own sauce in the game. Excellent. And that's that's what I'm currently doing now. It'll be on point music. I'm going to grab artists and that'll turn into a label over the years. And, you know, just provide that insight um, and, you know, just take it to the top. I love it. I'm super excited, man. Um, I'm trying to think, man. It's more, it's, it's more in you, Chad. I'm just saying. This might be a little bit more in you. you might be a little more juice in the squeeze. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, well, I'll give, you one, I'll give you one last one right as we wind it out a little bit. Who, who would you say are the people that are central to formulating Chad? Who are the you know one or two people, maybe, if you want to call them mentors, leaders, influential people in your life that you would say are central to cultivating your mindset and success? God. Big shout. Team Jesus? Yes. Okay, uh, just making sure. You know, you know it's a lot I'm, of gods I'm, out there. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not perfect, but over the, you know. Nah, hey, listen. In a recent. Public service announcement, just for, for Chad and for all the listeners. Hey, listen, we lost perfection somewhere around like two years old where we, yeah. we told mommy no. <laughs> and I think, you know, I just want to free people in the world. And we don't, like, especially as, as a people in the Christian faith. Yes. We some, the, the reason I'm a Christian because I'm jacked up, you know. Yeah. Now, I do believe that taking on Christ affords us a new liberty and freedom to become the one that can be genuinely pleasing Absolutely. to God, right? Yeah. So, yeah, man, free. you ain't got to give no, you know, precursors here, man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah just, God, I'm, you know, like I said, I'm not perfect. Uh, over the years, I've grown closer to God. Excellent. Um, my lady kind of pulled me into the church. Big shot. Um, I was always she, close you, to God. It sound like you winning, dog. Yeah, it sound she, like you winning. She she she, uh, she put me in it deeper, and you know I'm learning. You know that's also my go to person. Also, excellent. Anytime, like you know, you you married, so sure. Anytime that you have something that is on your mind, it's going there first. Excellent. Safe space. And they're gonna tell you, yay or nay, that that's a good idea or it's not. And yeah. That's kind of the where it goes first, and then. After that, I pursue it and make it happen. But yeah, God and her and my mom, dad, and you know, a couple of close friends. But that's that's about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, man, I'm excited for on on point um, music, right? Yes. Management group that's going to be on the horizon. We're going to be on a look. Where can people find you? 
I, I hit your hit your gram up. I know you're not as active as as once was yeah. on Instagram, but where can people find you so that they could connect, learn more? Uh, right now, just Instagram, always mm-hmm. on point. That's A L. Because I got a in in ways there's no A. So okay. It's always on point, regular, but in ways there's no A. No, no A in all yeah. in the always. That wasn't available. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, we'll make sure we try to shout that out, man. But, um, bro, I mean, like, I don't like to overuse certain terms like getting it from the mud, but you got it the right way. You got it the right way. You have, you know, like I could tell people who have a home base, right? And, I, you know, in Christ, out of Christ, they got a value system that's keeping them, affording them um, a pathway to find sustainability and success. One of, my, one of my themes is don't go 0 for 2, right? So, you know, don't go 0 for 2, meaning like, hey, I, of course, I believe in eternity. My biggest goal is to for God to receive me, yes. right? But hey, listen, man, if you don't want to serve God, <laughs> you might as well be the best at what you do. So those are the two things that I respect, man, people who are committed to their craft because you have something to offer value to people and inspire them by your pursuit of excellence. And then ultimately, I think the ultimate is fearing God, honoring him, and allowing that light to shine in a way where people have an avenue to peace and purpose. Absolutely. So, man, you 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 you're making that headway, man. I want to thank you for your time, and um, you as well, you as well, absolutely. Keep getting great done, bro. Yes, I want to say, uh, give it to I, I think I thank you for this opportunity. Um, I love what you're doing. Also, Super Bowl weekend, I saw what you was doing, Phoenix. Get get some always on point management on that. I need yeah. some bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I was going to hit you with that, too, but, you know, we, we can talk about that. We, we can talk, bro, for yeah. sure. I'm humble enough to know that I can't do everything. I would never want to do everything. I got seven kids. I'm out here deep, I'm out here deep in these streets. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I think that's where we're at. I think the people who are like-minded share values, you always connect and find ways to serve one another. That's what we're doing right here, celebrate and elevate. So, man, um, appreciate we looking we looking forward to continue to build. Always on point. Absolutely.